Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. It's coffee time, people. It's coffee time. Amen. Welcome. Welcome to Coffee with Kathy. I thought this was a coffee mug, but Sarah said it's a candle holder. But hey, whatever it is, whatever you got to do to get coffee in you, you got to drink from a candle holder. Just drink from a candle holder. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I just want to see your face. <laughs> hey, all y'all. Welcome to Coffee with Kathy. Listen. You need to tag somebody right now that's a basket case. I'm serious. You need to share this right now. Hit that heart button and then hit a share button. Good morning, Kathy. Uh, hit the share button and uh, share it to your wall. So a lot of basket cases that are on your wall, all your friends can watch this. Amen. Because this is part two. You got to go back and watch part one if you missed it. But welcome. Hey, all y'all. Welcome, Waynette. Hey, cuz. Hey, Elizabeth. I need to wear my glasses to see all this stuff, man. Thanks, Elizabeth. Yeah, that's right. Tag Hillary. Hillary, get it together. <laughs> Welcome, all you basket cases. I'm glad y'all are here. These are so good. I'm going to read uh, three or four of them because this is so good. October, October in a cat. Coffee with Kathy devotional journal. October's off the chain. I know all of you are reading yours with me, but yesterday was really good, so I'm going to read it to y'all. Rejection is not necessarily someone wanting out of your life. See, think about this. Some of you are a basket case because of rejection. But this is going to help you today. Coffee with Kathy devotional journal. Rejection is not necessarily someone wanting out of your life. It could just be that someone needs out of your future. Woo! Mind-blown emoji right now, people. Mind-blown emoji. Thank you, Kathy. Tag some people who are basket cases. <laughs> she tagged Lynn and Kathy. This is great. Keep tagging people. Somebody better tag my mother and my sister, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because they is a basket case for real. Not even kidding. Good morning, um, Mark and Karen. I see you're on the line. Good morning. Hey, Momo. Good morning, everybody. I'm glad y'all are watching. I know Melissa will be on and Pastor, Pastor uh, Ross will be on. Good Glorious morning. Yes, tag Carrie. Yes, good job, Sarah. You just tag your family. <laughs> tag all the basket cases. Amen. But today's is even better. Listen, um, rejection's not somebody wanting out of your life. It could be somebody needs out of your future. So that's okay. Uh, yes, Pamela and Justin. Good, good tagging. Sarah will tag all the basket cases. This is popular. Listen to today. Don't let anyone take you from peace to pieces. Boom, mind-blown emoji right there. From peace to pieces. Don't focus on your circumstances. God's going to make a way out. You're honoring him. You're in his word. You've got a relationship with him. He's going to make a way out for you. You will thrive. It's going to be okay. I'm going to read tomorrow's too because it's just as good. Don't feel bad for making right decisions that upset other people. Amen. Your level of peace is determined by your level of dependency upon the Lord. 
God doesn't want you worrying. He wants you leaning on him. I hope that I've read just three of them. I hope it's enough to get you to want to get a hold of your journal and start writing in it, start journaling in it. Today we're talking about being a basket case part two. Oh, my husband's on the line. Mind blown emoji. Hey, man. Well, hey, love. I'm glad you're here. Jesus. Oh, today's was good, right, Kathy? Today was so good. So you got to read your uh, devotional journal with us and, and write in it. I'm talking about Are You a Basket Case Part 2. I hope you've shared the video. I hope you get ready to put a bunch of emojis. Like you should put a hand up emoji right now if you're a basket case. Okay, just identify yourself right now for all of us. <laughs> ah, that's me. Or if you've been a basket case in 2021, needless to say, hand up emoji. If you've been, um, yes, uh, Elizabeth Miller, I'm reading from the book that I wrote. So Coffee with Kathy devotional journal um, is available on Amazon and coffeewithkathy.com. But so I just read three days uh, were just a little. I didn't read the whole page to you, but it's so good. What a great, great uh, message today's was. That's right. But hand up emoji if you're a basket case. Hand up emoji if you've been a basket case in 2021. If you married to a basket case, hey, hand up emoji. Wait, if you're married to a basket case, I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Okay, just, just had to do something there real quick. <laughs> okay, hand up emoji if you married to a basket case. Amen. All right, good. Oh, oh, I see so many. <laughs> no, uh, that's right, boo. You are not married to a basket case. Aren't you so thankful I'm not a basket case? James hates you, aren't you? But listen, have you heard any good lies lately? I want to start off by just asking that good question. And I don't mean that, you know, the one your spouse told to you or, or anything like that. But have you heard any good lies lately? You know, if you stop and think about it, you've heard lies every day. So at some point in the day, you've heard a lie. If you've turned on the television, you have heard a lie. And we can go all the way back to the Garden of Eden and see how we are so easily deceived. So I'm talking to you about lies today and about being a basket case. Which I believe that lies are at the root of all of our problems. Believing the lie, you know, getting told the lie and believing the lie, and uh, it eventually leads to your bondage. So a lot of people are in bondage because they believe the lie. They were deceived and they believed. Amen? They were deceived and they believed. Hey, and advertisements, for example, and I mean on, on your social media, on, on the television, for all of you who still read a newspaper, which I don't know if they still have newspapers or not, but for all of y'all that do that, but here's some of the ones, I just typed out a few of my favorite, you know what I'm talking about, here's just a few of them. Catch this, become a world-class violinist instantaneously. That's a lie. I tried it. It's a lie. How to play the piano in two easy steps. That's a lie. Why don't you just type right now the last lie you heard? Why don't you just type it out right now? The last lie you scrolled through. Just type it. And I'll read them. How about this one? Instant health at the pop of a pill. That's a lie. I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? You just take a pill and you're, you know, healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? Here's one I really like. Melt 10 pounds in 10 minutes. A workout so easy you do it in your pajamas. That's a lie. That is a lie. 
right? So what lie have you heard uh, or seen uh, on TV or, or on uh, social media? Newspaper is still delivered. Waynette, for some reason, I believe that. I'm not even shook that you guys have a newspaper delivered two times a week to your house. And here's why. When you live out in the desert where there's nothing, you probably, you don't even get Wi-Fi, I'm sure. I've been to your house. When you live in the country, when you're like a real country folk, real country folk, you got the newspaper delivered. So you know you've read some lies that you're still reading that newspaper. Yes, be skinny without exercise or diet. That's right, Kathy. Lie. It's a lie. So what lie have you heard or seen in social media? Type it out. We want to hear it. And, and sometimes, you know, the lies you hear are very obvious, like these that we just mentioned. You know, the, they got some outlandish claim that if you do this, this is going to happen, and you know that it's all your mom still get. Yes, she does, Kathy. I believe that. I believe your mama. All the old people still get newspaper delivered. Here's the thing about old people. They not only eat gra uh, 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 raisins. If you eat raisins, just so you know, if you have raisins in your cereal, you are old, Okay. Or in your cookie. If you put a raisin in your cookie or your cereal, you're old. So if you're wondering, I wonder if I'm an old person or not. You're old, okay? I'm going to help you. But I do believe she gets the paper. Uh, and he plays a crossword. Of course he does. But so sometimes these deceptions in the advertising are very outlandish. Like they're very in your face. But listen, sometimes it's not so easy to detect some of these lies. When the enemy is lying to you, sometimes it's not so easy to detect it, right? And some of the ads that you see are harmless enough, okay? They they reflect a simple reality that I believe is the root of all the problems in the world today. I mean, I'm including all problems in your home, all problems in your community, all problems in your... <laughs> Kathy said, hey, Kathy, if you eat raisin, is there a raisin emoji? If there's a raisin emoji and you eat raisins in cookies or cereal, I want you to put a raisin emoji because I need to see who I'm dealing with. The Bible says, know those people of labor among you. I need to know who some of y'all are. Hey, man, share this broadcast. Um, I'm talking about all the problems in your life, all the problems, the root of all the problems in your life. You ready for it? The bottom line is, when we go back to the Word of God from the very beginning in the Word of God and see where the problems very first existed, here it is. You and I have been lied to. You and I, all problems stem, the root of it is that we have been lied to. Okay? You ought to put a Pinocchio emoji up. I know there's that one because that's in my recent, so my, my one I use the most often. Pinocchio emoji, if it's true, you and I have been lied to. We have been deceived, people. It's important to understand where we've been deceived, when we've been deceived, how we've been deceived. Because according to the God, word of God, deception leads to bondage. And so many people are in bondage. So many people are a basket case because they're in bondage, because they've been deceived. Is that a raisin? Oh, grapes. Oh, that okay, that'll work. Yes, put that, put that raisin emoji and that line Pinocchio emoji in there. When we are deceived, we become prisoners. Can I tell you John 8, 32? And on the other hand, Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. See, when we're deceived, we become prisoners. We're not free. We're not free because there's no truth. There's deception. 
So we're in bondage and we're a basket case. So I'm going to show you from the word of God today where all these lies come from. Where where did the deception begin? How did it all get started? And it's just in Genesis 1 and 2. We're going to go way back to the beginning. I'm just going to summarize it for you for the sake of time. But there are a lot of words that really stand out. I hope you'll read Genesis 1 and 2 and 3, all three chapters today if you can. There's one word that's repeated numerous times, both chapter 1 and chapter 2, and that word is good. I want you to type it out right now, good. Just type one word, good. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And over scripture, over and over in scripture, it says, God saw what he had made and it was good. We're typing the word good. In fact, at the end of creation, he looked at it all and he said that it was very good. Okay, very good. Another word that appears three times is the word blessed. So you can type out the word blessed. Oh, Justin, just get here when you can, buddy. I mean, we're just having coffee out of candelabras and and whatever because we are desperate today. But just get here when you can. I mean, you know, we start at 10 o'clock. If you got to come at 10, 13, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm glad you're here, Justin. So another word is the word blessed. So type the word blessed. God blessed the man. God blessed things that he had made. Blessed is his creation, right? And here's this man and this woman. Here's Adam and Eve, and they're having fellowship with the, with their, each other. They're having fellowship with their heavenly Father. I mean, you see a picture of oneness. You see a picture of harmony. You see a picture of peace. As you read the chapters one and two, you get this feeling that that there's just so much togetherness. Amen. And then we get to Genesis chapter three. Hey, Angie, I'm glad you're here. Amen. Welcome. Good morning, all y'all. If I missed you, just say good morning to me so I'll know I missed you because sometimes the the comments just scroll so fast I don't see them. Then we come to Genesis 3, and I'm going to give you just a brief, brief overview. We're introduced to a whole new vocabulary. Okay, Genesis 1 and 2, we got good. We got blessed. We're introduced to a whole new vocabulary. I mean, we're introduced to words that's never been used or seen or heard before. And here they come. Words like afraid, cursed, enmity, sorrow, thorns, sweat, anger, murder. We have the entrance of blame, bitterness, conflict, confusion, disorder. I mean, Adam and Eve never had these. They never had this vocabulary till we get to chapter three. We got, we got these people that have enjoyed this intimate co- communion and fellowship with God. They've had great conversation with the Lord. And where are they now? As you'll see in Genesis three, they're hiding from God. They're scared. They're afraid. And we see the introduction of shame. Genesis chapter three, we see the introduction of shame and guilt. And don't you see where all of these words are, are what's happening today? Right, what's happening in your life, your problems, your community, your home. What's happened between Genesis 1 and 2 where everything is good and blessed. And there's fellowship and there's peace and happiness. And then bam, chapter 3 comes along. And all the ugliness of life is introduced right here in chapter 3. And you would say, what happened? We find the entrance of Satan. We find the entrance of your enemy. And at first, he, he first comes in the form of a serpent. This is why I don't like snakes, amen? This is why I don't do snakes. I mean, I don't do alligators and cats either, but I really, because I think they probably have the devil in them. But I really don't do 
snakes because he first came in the form of a serpent. They sneaky things, right? He comes to the woman. You know the story. He comes to Eve and he introduces a series of lies. This is why I say lies are the root of all problems. Lies, deception, the root of all problems. And some of these lies are just that. They are outright lies. Some of them are half truth. Some of them are falsehoods that are disguised as the truth. Okay, Genesis 3, 1, he said to the woman, did God really say, did God really say, can you imagine that old crafty thing? Did God really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? Now, what did God say? Well, in Genesis 2, 16 and 17, God had said to the man and the woman, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So God even emphasized the freedom that they have. And he does that with us today too. He introduced the freedoms. He, he first started with all the things you can do, all the freedoms that you have, right? And then Satan comes along and emphasizes the single one keep off sign, keep out sign. He says, has God put limitations on you? Yes, you have all these other things, but has God said that there's something you can't have? Is there something you can't have? That stupid devil, you right, Waynette. What a tricky thing. And isn't that what he does to us today? Just think about that for a minute. Isn't that what he does to us today? God's given us so many things to enjoy. He's given us so much freedom. He's given us so many blessed, great things. And then Satan points out the one thing we think we want. He points out the one thing we think we need. He points out the one thing that we think we just cannot do without. We just can't live without. And he says, oh, what kind of God will make you do without that? Oh, what, what kind of God would make you not have that or, or do that or be that or go there or say that? What kind of God will make you do that? In Genesis 3, 2, and 3, the woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. So here come the outright lie. The serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Outright lie. God said, you touch it, you die. The serpent says, you will not surely die. There's the outright lie. And because God said, in the day that you touch it, the day that you eat it, you will die. And so Satan says to the woman, the consequences that God promised if you ate the fruit, guess what? They won't happen. It won't really happen. You won't really have those consequences for that sin. If you sin, there won't really be any consequences. So you should go ahead and sin. You should go ahead and do it. You know you shouldn't do it. You were told not to do it. But the enemy is crafty boy. He'll come in there and say, oh, you won't die. Nothing will happen to you. You can just do it this one time. You're not going to experience any consequences of sin. So go ahead and sin. Isn't that just what he does to us today? He says, like, in fact, you can sin. Go ahead. You can have it your way, and you can get away with it. He tricks us into believing that we can do what God tells us not to do, and nothing will happen. 
You know why? Most of the time because nothing happened to that person when they did it or nothing happened the last time you did it. And see, we get comfortable. We get in our comfort zones like, well, I did it last time. I didn't really have consequences. I didn't really get caught. No. Verse 5, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And that's a lot of our problem. A lot of us think we're Holy Ghost Junior. A lot of us think we're little God Junior right? There's a lot more in this statement and I don't got the time to unpack it all. But you see the big picture is he's promising benefits and blessings to Adam, to Eve if she will do it her way rather than God's way. He's telling her you'll have so many benefits if you just do it your way. You will be so blessed. You know, you'll have knowledge of good and evil. You'll have so many benefits and blessings if you just do it your way. And isn't that what we find ourselves doing today? We do it our way. We know the way God's told us. He's told us in his word what to do and what not to do. But we think, oh, no, no, I know better. It's true, y'all. Y'all awful quiet today. I don't know what's happening over there. Y'all awful quiet. But somebody better put that Pinocchio emoji in the... um. In the comments, I mean, I guess if you got an iPhone, does Samsung have emojis? They do? Same as ours? Same like keyboard? Okay. Well, I was going to like rebuke all these Samsung people because, you know, iPhone is the way to go, but whatever. I mean, obviously iPhone's the way to go. It's the Apple. Come on. It's the Apple um, uh, logo. And, and we talking about Adam and Eve. How about that? Verse 6. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good, for food and pleasing to the eye. There's problem number two right there. We get our eyes fixed on something we want. We get our minds settled on something we want to do. We get our eyes and mind fixed and we're like, but this is what I want to do. That's true, Waynette. That's so true. We get our eyes fixed on what we want. And some of us, man, we like a bulldog. We like a pit bull. We're tenacity, boy. We get a hold of something. We want to do it. We do it. He said, when she saw that the food, fruit from the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eyes, see, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. That, my friends, is the roots of all problems. And also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, which I always say, you know, they're always blaming Eve. But listen, her husband could have slapped that thing out of her hand. Amen. If I'm going to touch something I'm not supposed to touch or have something I'm not supposed to have, my husband's going to slap it out my hand. Right. She also gave some to her husband who was with her. He was with her, y'all. She didn't go hunt him down, and he acting all like it's the woman's fault. He should have slapped it out of her hand, but whatever. I'm going to talk to Adam when I get to heaven. And he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. Oh, their eyes were opened all right. And they realized they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. See, a lie was the starting place for all the trouble in the history of the world. Everybody's like, thank you, Adam and Eve. At that moment, when Eve chose to believe a lie, she chose to believe a lie. Very first thing, very root of all the problems, she chose to believe a lie. 
when she was deceived by the enemy. And I'm telling you, the entire human race has been plunged into death and darkness, to plunged into fear and, and shame and despair and guilt, all because she believed a lie. I want to ask you today, what lie are you believing? What lies are you believing? And then, of course, you go to Revelation 12, and it tells us how all this is going to end up, right? How the whole story is going to end. We, we get the ending of the whole story. We're told in Revelation 12 that Satan deceives the whole world. He's been deceiving you, at least in your past. He's deceived me. He's deceiving millions and billions and billions and however many people is on the earth. I don't know how many, but somebody could ask Siri how many people are on the earth. But he's been deceiving the whole world. It's like some $8 billion or something. And also, he targets women in particular. Now, this doesn't excuse any of you men, but he does target women, mostly because they don't have men who will slap apples out of their hand. But okay, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> how many? 7.9. 7 so almost 8 billion people he's trying to deceive. Right? That was just free. But, but he does target women in particular. But thank God for the wonderful promise that he gave us in chapter 3. Back to Genesis chapter 3. Eve, listened to the lie of the serpent. And I'm asking you today, what lies have you been listening to that's got you in a basket case? And here's what she did. She believed the lie. She acted on the lie. She fell into sin because of the lie. She led her husband into sin with her because of the lie. And immediately, in the wake of that failure, this is the good news. God comes back to meet them. God is still walking around looking for them, wanting to have communion with them, fellowship with them. Can I tell you the good news is that God still wants to meet with you. He still comes walking looking for them. Yes, there are consequences, and we're going to see them here for their sin, but at least God came to meet them, and he wants to meet you. Amen. He finds them in their hiding place. And he draws them out of hiding. And this is where some of you think you're hiding. You need to come up out of hiding. You need to just repent and just move on. God's ready to meet with you. And there are consequences, but there's also hope. Yes, there are consequences for our sin, but there is hope. He still came to meet them. There's a plan to redeem the situation. And he says right here, the Lord said to the serpent, because you've done this, here's the consequence, because you've done this, you are cursed above all animals, every beast, all the cattle. You're going to be on your belly the rest of your life and dust thou will eat all the days of your life. You will eat dust. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and you shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he told the woman, okay, here's the consequence of your sin. I will greatly multiply your sorrow and conception. In sorrow you will bring forth children and they desire, and thy desire shall be to your husband and he will rule over thee. And to Adam, he said, because you have hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and ate the tree, which I commanded you, saying, you should not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow, you're going to eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns, thistles. These are all words they never had. Thorns, thistles shall it bring forth, and you will eat the herb of the field, and the sweat of your face shall you eat bread till you turn to the ground. For dust uh, you were and dust, you know, ashes, ashes, dust to dust. You're going back to the dust to the ground, right? And here's the good news. We will crush our enemy. 
There is hope. Yes, there's the consequences of the sin, but here's the hope. Jesus Christ died on the cross. Amen. And, and that means that the enemy is under my feet. Hey, Michael, you, you should come be online with me. My, my boy's in his PJs. I'm inviting him to come be online. <laughs> I will call you out. <clears throat> but so he's under our feet now. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody ought to just type, thank you, Jesus. Right? I don't have to be a basket case anymore. I, I can hear lies from the enemy, and I can say, no, thank you. I can actually stop believing the lie the enemy tries to tell me. I can stop acting on the lie the enemy is telling me. I can stop falling into sin. I can stop leading others into sin with me. I can stop acting like I'm Burger King, have it your way right away. No, I can't. I'm not Burger King. I, I can't have it my way right away. Right? No. God's looking for you. God's calling out for you. God wants to meet with you. And that's so important for us to remember today. He wants to meet with you. And go, and go ahead and get the consequences out of the way. Okay, yes, Lord. Thank you. I repent. I pray you have mercy. I pray there will be mercy on my life. Amen. Ask for mercy. He's got mercy for everybody. His mercy's new every morning. You got up this morning, his mercy was new. He, he never, you know, fill up this whole cup with mercy and that's all you get. His mercy is new every day. You know? I boycott Burger King. I don't even eat at Burger King because they, they tell you you can have it your way. What a lie. There's the lie y'all should have typed in the comment right there. The lie you heard on the Burger King commercial. Have it your way. I can't have it my way. I have to have it Jesus' way. My heavenly Father tells me how it's going to be. Amen? Lying faith. Oh, you can't find it. I think, I think, Kathy, if you type the word lie or liar, type the word liar and the Pinocchio emoji um, shows up. That's where it's at. It's under liar. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. You should do the Pinocchio face and a fire flame. <laughs> Because you lie, your pants going to be on fire. That's the truth. Well, I, I appreciate all y'all. You can hashtag donate today. I got through quick now. I'm, I'm quick on the draw today, Sarah. I'm, I messed her up. She wasn't even ready for it. You can hashtag donate if you want to sow into the kingdom, if you want to sow into Coffee with Kathy, if you want to partner with us. Amen. If you need to get my book, you can do that at Amazon or coffeewithkathy.com. But donate on Facebook. You just hit hashtag donate, and then it will give you a link that you can click on and go and fill out, and you can uh, donate. We appreciate all that you do. We're feeding so many people, ministering to so many people, seeing hundreds and hundreds of lives changed every week. Thank the Lord. Amen. Uh, I don't know why y'all are all so quiet today unless all of y'all are a basket case because I didn't see very many, um, uh, what's it called, comments. I didn't see many comments in the comments section. So I don't know uh, what's going on with all y'all, but don't make me come to your house. You is just a basket case or something? We're we going to pick up part three next week. What did we talk about last week? I forgot. Basket. Part one, yeah. What was it? Um, I forgot. Listen. They say you only remember about, you forget 75% in three days what you heard. So I forgot myself. Oh, Justin, you're at work. That's why you're so quiet. Oh, and Kathy's at work and Angie's at work. Listen, 
I need y'all to put me on speakerphone. Amen. I'm getting ready to pray. Y'all put me on speakerphone. I'm going to pray for y'all's workplace. Here we go right now in the name of Jesus. Hey, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for my friends. I thank you for their workplace, their place of employment. I call their place so blessed and highly favored. I call the enemy to have to leave their workplace in Jesus' name. Their workplace is anointed. I thank you that they're all going to get promoted. They're going to get raises. They're going to get promotion in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I call promotion down from heaven. Amen. Okay, y'all can take me off a of speakerphone. Hey. Yes, if I write it down, you retain it longer. That's why y'all should be taking notes. Amen. Well, I'm glad y'all were. I'm glad y'all were on the line with me today. I hope y'all make it a coffee drinking kind of day in Jesus' name. And don't forget to share the broadcast and tag all the people in your life that are a basket case. And I'm going to see y'all next week. Now, listen, I can't make any promises about next Thursday because Sarah's going to be gone on vacation. Uh, you know, she's going to be gone. So we're going to work with it. We, gonna, we forgot to have the children in here learning. Oh, sweet Jesus. Well, we got, I got this. Next week it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to look like all this, y'all, but, but next week we're going to do the best we can. I might have to have a guest uh, uh, speaker. I don't know. But I look a little washed out today. I think these lights are too bright or something where I didn't put up, a, put up a, enough highlighter on my face. But I do still look young, don't I? Yep, I still look young. It's all right. I'm going to have a haircut maybe by then. I love all y'all. Go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. Introducing the Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. It has daily encouragement, confessions, reading plans, and more. Available on coffeewithkathy.com or Amazon Prime. You can also check out the Coffee with Kathy sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and bundles on coffeewithkathy.com. Also, if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the Coffee with Kathy podcast where you can get encouraged weekly. Now go make it a coffee drinking kind of day.